Welcome to Real Living. We got a treat today. Uh, we're going to introduce to you. Um, we've talked about the the Encounter Ministries School of um, the Summer Intensive. Um, we did some shows back in this in uh, in July on the the Intensive Summer um, School that we had in Lexington, Kentucky. And today, the purpose of today's show and perhaps the uh, next week's show is to kind of introduce to you all the school that will be taking place in Lexington beginning September 14th in Heman Hall, which is the parish hall of the Cathedral of Christ the King in Lexington. We are one of, now I'm trying to remember if it's 20 campuses, uh, 18, 25, anyway, we're one of many, many, many satellite campuses from Encounter Ministries School of Healing and Prophetic um, insight, which is based in Brighton, Michigan. But it seems to have been a phenomenon that has really caught on. You know, it's like, like I, like you and I always say, Mary Lou, um, this is the next logical step, I think, in after any Bible study or even contemporaneous with any Bible study, the Bible study kind of opens up the word and opens up your mission and shows you uh, what God wants you to do. And how good God is, but then the next step is, what do we do with it, right? And so, this is this is a logical step. What do you think? I totally agree with that. And with Bible study, you don't want to keep it to yourself. You want to share it with everybody else. It's so it, it, we were talking before the the show started. You know, we need we are contagious. You know, it's like I, I'm sure with the early apostles, people just wanted to touch them. You know. Because they knew they had something special. Mm -hmm. They knew that something was going on. They knew that there were signs and wonders. Well, nothing has changed in the church. You know, thank goodness that God is so, so merciful that, you know, he allows us through scripture. If you're if you follow scripture, that that he will equip us. And that's what that's all we're asking. You know, let us do your will. Use us. Well, and also let us make a difference with people. Let us be really the ones who uh, portray that it's all true, you know, that it's not just something we talk about. It's not just something, uh, some club that we know that we join. You know, Father John Scanlon would say, you pray and God will do the work. Amen. That's right. Mike Scanlon. That's right. He was great. Absolutely. So let me just give everybody a little bit of background. Um, I was listening to one of the professors of theology. Now, I forgot where he is, but he had a very good presentation on identity and on the identity that we have as a royal priesthood. And he went all the way back to Genesis to establish that. And so I thought that um, in this first a show that we're going to do. Well, actually, we're going to talk about this whole identity and priesthood a little bit later. But I do want to, either in this show or in the next show, kind of bring up the whole idea of the fact that we are royal priests and that um, praying for people, for healing, praying for people to hear God's word is only just part of our baptismal anointing and confirmation anointing. When we receive the Holy Spirit, like Paul in 2 Corinthians says that the Holy Spirit is basically the down payment. You know, it's the first installment of the kingdom in our lives. And so a lot of us act like 
we never even got the down payment, you know, that if we got it, we forgot about it, we put it in another account and don't know that we have it. And yet the whole secret, I think, of the idea of being uh, children of God is being aware of the fact that we have been signed and sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. And in, in, in Matthew and Luke both, it says, which one of you who are wicked would give your child, you know, a serpent or a scorpion if they ask for some bread? You know, and I think anybody would think, you know, that, of course, we wouldn't do that. Right. It says mm-hmm. so much more your father in heaven, who is good, will give you the Holy Spirit. So we can take that to the bank. He has given us the Holy Spirit. If you're a Catholic and you've been baptized and you've been confirmed, you are, in a certain sense, locked and loaded. You are ready to go. If there is a disconnect between your idea of who you are as a royal priest and what your daily life is, it's in your head. <laughs> you know, it's in your head. It's perhaps in your experiences. One of the things that I thought really helped is that a lot of Catholics limit what they hear on Sunday, like they hear the book of Acts and miracles and stuff like that. And they they think, they hear and they say, well, that's not my experience. So that can't be what it is for me today. You know, they, they allow their lack of experience to define the paradigms of what they hear on Sunday about miracles and signs and wonders and healings. But really, the reverse should be true. We should let the scriptures define our experience. So in other words, we should say, oh, it says so in the book of Acts. It says so in the sacraments of the church. The church teaches that we are empowered to do these things. Therefore, even though I don't have any experience of it, I'm open to it. Right? Word, open. 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 It's like a lot of people just sit through like the miracles that they hear in Acts going, yeah, right. That was for them. Or they hear about the lives of the saints. Oh, yeah, that was for them. That was then. But what are we doing? We're allowing our lack of experience to circumscribe what we hear. But that what we hear is the word of God. How can we how could we dare really, in a certain sense, circumscribe or limit our expectations of what the word of God sets out for us to do? Just because it's not within our experience. So that everything that God has is ours. It's available. It's our identity. That's right. It's our heritage. That's it's, right. It's our family. He's God the Father. We are sons and daughters of the King. That's right. That's Claim right. it. That's right. And, you know, how many Catholics do you know who actually really understand that? You know, not that they would understand it at a deep theological level, but that they would just know that, you know, God is my Abba. God is my daddy. The father is, in fact, my father, my true father, right? And that all earthly fathers, if they're any good at all, are good because God is father first. You know, in in Scripture, it says, be holy as I am holy. So why would that be in Scripture if it wasn't possible? possible? That's right. That's right. And what is that process? It's the process of sanctification. It's the process, a gradual process throughout our lives. Please, God, we have plenty of time to grow in holiness, because what does it say in Hebrews? Without holiness, no one will see God. That's pretty scary. It is. When you understand really what holiness is. You know, so the whole idea of the Encounter Ministry School of Ministry, which was going to start in Lexington on September 14th, 
in Heman Hall at the Cathedral of Christ the King. It's going to be every Tuesday evening from 6 to 9. And every evening you'll be able to uh, listen to two talks and have praise and worship and also an activation. Now, Mary Lou, what is an activation? Well, an activation is is when you're, you're, you're given something to do and you partner up with someone. And, um, you know, that word activation can be very scary. And I, you know, I went through the the an intensive encounter, the four day or the two day um, uh, course at Christ the King. What is so interesting is there was an active activation where we partnered up with someone and we were just to let the Lord speak to us about that other person, some sort of identity or something that that you know, pertain to that person. I have to tell you, I had the weirdest thing come into my head. And I thought, I am crazy. This makes no sense, but I have nothing else. So I'm just going to tell this person this. She's going to think I'm crazy. Okay. What can I say? You know, it's like that failing, yeah. you know, sense. So I s- said to this person, I see a rod of steel. I said, I have no idea what this means. I said, you know, it's strength. It doesn't break. It's, you know, she was smiling. She says, everyone calls me steely. Really? Yes. Oh, that's great. In fact, she's gone back and forth and sent me through messenger. She says, I think about you every time I think about that steel and we'll send each other things. I was, I was absolutely stunned, stunned, but there it was. So that's just an example and it's it's truly uh, it, well. I'll share one other one with you. There was one for an animal that you would would get that might be attached to that person. So I told this person. I said, I see a turtle, mm-hmm. and I said the reason why is because I kept getting something on the heart, hard on the outside, but soft on the inside. And I said, I see someone. You know, that turtle stays on the path no matter what. He has that shell to protect him when he needs it. But it's it's he's going to get to his destination slowly but surely. But he's, you know, he's getting there. So that was, you know, that was something that that she, you know, took into account and felt like, yeah, that that does kind of describe the way I am. So she shared with me, uh, I see you as a giraffe. And I said, a giraffe, isn't that interesting? She says, yeah, because you like to see the whole picture. That's right. You want to be above. And that is so like me. So true. And um, it, it's and these are the things that that this wasn't us. This was just allowing the Lord to speak to us. So it's a small example. I don't know what's going to come in the future because I haven't taken the whole course. Right. But, you know, as mothers, we have that with our children. You know, we exercise certain things, you know, towards our family. This is just taking it outside that family and sharing with others. You know, again, it's, it wasn't me. It's the Lord. He just allowed it. Well, let me ask you this. Were you tempted not to say anything? You had to. Because of that. You, you had yeah. to. Right. Yeah. So why do you think they told you that you had to? Because do you think that it's because most people would be tempted to just say, no, that's silly? Yes. It's that fear. It's that total fear that you're going to fail. So that's what the purpose of the activation is for, right? right. It's to take people 
who think it's think that somehow it's going to be all about them and show them that in fact it's not all about them it's about them ministering to the next person but what's the main thing that has to happen they have to get out of their own way did you feel like you got out of your own way in those ways yes i mean it gave me so much joy to experience that because mm-hmm. it's just something that you know you don't get up in the morning and do these types of things you know it what i'm saying it made you wanted to do it again right yes because it and, and, yeah, and well, and I, I'll go a step further. You know, when you're praying over people and so on and so forth, as you get into this, you know, people experience healings. I've seen it. I've seen it over the years. And so, you know, it's that quest. Of, I want to be a part of that. If, if I can do something to to help, I want to be there. I don't want to be left out. That's right. So. It's going to, I'm, you know, I'm really excited about starting this. Yes. I don't know how it's going to go, but I am, I'm, I'm I am too. Be, it's like going into the deep. Lavinia. I, don't know, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to expect either. <laughs> and I'm going to teach some of it. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but you know what, when the Holy Spirit is involved and we just put ourselves in his presence, God shows up. And when God shows up, that's always a good thing. But let me ask you this in activation. Do you think that when they people try to practice or put into practice the things that they've learned in terms of praying for healing or listening to the Lord for other people, do you think that they are always correct? No. Right. So, and when they are correct, what do you think is the best way to tell people? It's like to say, hey, and I don't, you know, that doesn't really apply to me. Thank you, though, for listening to the Lord. So what, what we're trying to do is, what it says, Paul says in Thessalonians, Test everything. Test everything. Test everything under the light of the Holy Spirit. Hold on to what is good. So chew the meat, spit out the bones. That's I'm saying that to anybody out there who might say, well, what if I get it wrong? You know, it's nice to hear when people's words land or when people actually get healed. But just because perhaps sometimes we don't get it right or people don't get healed, is that any reason not to try Anyway, what do you you try to do good? What's the second half? You feel stupid, right? Everybody's afraid, right? That they're going to look weird. They're going to look stupid. They're going to look, you know, like a fanatic. I don't know what the fear would be. Mostly probably the the fear of looking silly, right? Of an adult, you know, trying to to practice something like that. But in a certain way, that is what pleases God so much that we just step out. We just step out in faith. You know, Lavinia, I would suggest to people to watch that that movie Fearless mm-hmm. because it's such a perfect example of what we're talking about. And I remember distinctly that they prayed before they went out on the streets. Mm-hmm. And, and after their prayer, they were literally looking for a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Their prayer just kind of directed them to certain people and they found them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just absolutely, it was like, oh my gosh, this is like going back to Acts. I mean, it was just so basic and um, so joyful to see something like that happen. And it shows that um, it can happen today, just like it happened in Acts, and that the Holy Spirit equips us for this kind of thing today, as he did 2,000 years ago. And that's the exciting part. 
that we don't have to say a word really in a certain sense. We don't have to go out there and preach and teach. We can just say, hey, can I help you? Can I pray for your headache? Can I, you know, mm-hmm. Lord, um, I think that this might be a good word for you. What do you think? You know, that kind of thing. And people are always improved, even when you try it and you're wrong. And it's a real test in, in humility to That's step right. out and, and attempt these things. But when you see that that it, it works, it's real, it mm-hmm. happens, and it's not 100%, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay. That's God's okay. going to use whatever we do for his for his Amen. glory. We don't know how he's going to use these, these situations where we really didn't get it right. We just put it in his hands. Let him take care of it. He uses everything, even the mistakes. That has been my experience. I've had times where I came up to people and and, and I thought I was right about it. I gave them specific information. And they looked at me like I was absolutely, you know, I had two heads and no. But mm-hmm. it's this, but they really appreciated me hearing and having the courage to step out. And the conversation that perhaps I thought I was not going to have because I was wrong, I had it anyway because they're so intrigued by the fact that you want to hear god for that here's here's a little exercise even if you're not interested in encounter even if you don't want to take that next step you're not ready or anything but when you're around people when situations arise instead of trying to explain to them what they should do about this that and the other thing just look at them and just say i'll pray for you mm-hmm. and see what fruits come from that mm-hmm. exactly because you know? people so- People want want solutions right away instead of going to the person that can provide the solution. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Just to close out the show, the best way that I think that I know of, if there is time and if the situation allows, is when you tell people you're going to pray for them, then you just, I just usually will grab them and say, let's just pray right now. Let's just pray right now. Mm-hmm. And let's just ask the Lord. And people absolutely fall apart. They, they do. They appreciate it so much. I've seen tears. I've seen laughter coming from just stopping everything that we're doing. And then we might even be like at a cocktail party or at a meeting or, at a, you know, we not just be the two or three of us. And just taking the time to pray and put it all into perspective is such a gift for people because that's not really within people's experience, everyday experience, is it? Right. It's not something you can expect. So this is our little advertising show for Encounter Ministry School of Ministry, which will be starting in Lexington on September 14th, 2021. It'll be in Heman Hall at the Cathedral of Christ the King in Lexington, as I said. It'll be every Tuesday night from 6 to 9, and it will be a couple of uh, talks with activations, which we just explained to you what they are. At the end of each one, we'll have time for praise and worship. We'll have time for fellowship. We really, truly could not recommend more this opportunity, which our bishop so graciously has allowed um, and approved for us to have as a diocese. So we just want to we just want to invite you to come. You can go and get more information at encounterschool.org. I think it's slash Lexington, encounterschool.org slash Lexington, and get all the information. We're going to continue our discussion in our next show. Thank you for joining us. 